Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there guys, Daniel Childs back here again. It's Let's Talk Chelsea, going to be breaking down the latest news around Stamford Bridge. Hope you're doing well and prepared for today's episode because it's a pretty serious one off the back of the Guardian article that everyone's talking about this morning around Roman Abramovich, his funding of the club, did Chelsea breach FFP regulations? What could be the repercussions for breaking those regulations as serious as a deduction of We'll get into that, how relevant it is. Also, Conor Gallagher, there is concern over his contract situation, which does run to 2025. And will it be resolved? The concerns over the summer of Chelsea selling him, even to Spurs right up to deadline day. Some of the quotes that Gallagher has given in a recent interview around that situation. So we're going to cover all of that. If you enjoy the sound of that, please do hit that like button. Please share this video around with fellow Chelsea fans to get more people involved in the community. Also, follow us across the socials at Son of Chelsea, whether that's on TikTok, Instagram, X, or Twitter, whatever you prefer. Of course, at Son of Chelsea. And please do rate the podcast positively. Really helps out the show too if you're listening that way. But there's only one place to start, and it is regarding Rona Bravovich and this story from The Guardian. Fresh questions over how its former owner, Rona Bravovich, funded the club's success after leaked files revealed a string of secret payments that may have breached strict football rules, including those on financial fair play. Now, all of this... We're not going to cover all the article because there is a lot of detail. So as I always do, if you want to read the full piece in context, link in the description box below. Go and check it out and get all of the detail. But I'm going to cover the, the relevant parts of this, the key details and the potential repercussions, as I've already stated, for Chelsea 
if this were to happen. And it's not the case that this is set in stone. Chelsea are doomed. It's the end of the world. We're going to lose all of our titles. We're going to get relegated to the championship. Yeah, it's not like that, but it would be irresponsible even if we are Chelsea fans to ignore this, to sweep it under the rug and claim that it's a non-story. So it's about having that balance. I think it is appropriate to cover it in today's show. So moving on, this is some of the, the details. Experts said that the transactions uncovered through a joint investigation by the Guardian and international partners could lead to the Premier League imposing punishments on Chelsea, such as a deduction of points. The files reveal a series of payments worth tens of millions of pounds over a decade, routed through offshore vehicles belonging to Abramovich. The transactions in question appear to have been for Chelsea's benefit, raising questions about whether they were declared an account submitted to football's governing bodies. It goes on to say the payments came to light thanks to an international investigation known as Cyprus Confidential, a catch of 3.6 million offshore records leaked to the International Consortium of Investigative Journalists and Germany's paper trail media, which shared access with The Guardian. Uh, Chelsea's finances are already being examined by the Premier League in an investigation that runs from 2012 to 2019 after the West London club's new ownership regime voluntarily reported that incomplete financial information had been submitted during Abramovich's tenure. Then they also look at a graphic focusing on Chelsea's trophies during that period when the payments were made. As you can see here, it starts at 0506, goes up to 1718. We've, of course, won Premier League titles in that time. We won our first Champions League title too, among others. So then I wanted to look at some reaction and give you some of that reaction I've seen on Twitter um, from the piece. And one of those comes from a, a football finance expert who is a Man City fan and he admits in his analysis he is a City fan, but he does have a lot of... Um, knowledge in this space and, and kind of what could happen to Chelsea and then from Rob Prattley who I've had on the show before who's a journalist but he is a Chelsea fan and trying to give more of an objective kind of you know pull the brakes on saying this is the end of the world so firstly SLBSN he, he does admit he's a Man City fan but he does have a lot of info and, and knowledge in this space he says if charged the Chelsea allegations are as serious as cities and of similar scale in breadth and the alleged false accounting non-disclosure deliberate concealment the multiple accounting periods affected and taken with those matters already admitted would quite possibly exceed 115 charges again related to Manchester City. This is not a tweet as a City fan, it's just the way it is. Clearly, if not admitted, the proof of these allegations will be extremely challenging. And then Rob Prattley says, another international break, another fear-mongering story about what might happen after countless legal wrangles and investigations. People completely misunderstanding, frothing at the mouth for points, deductions and relegations who clearly haven't read the article. He goes on to say, if I was to guess, it will end up as a large fine and a likely three-point deduction, which will inevitably end up in CAS and then get reduced on appeal. At the same time, the Prem, will, the Prem will end up being told, why not look at X, Y, and Z instead? And it will open up a whole can of worms. I think both of those points of view are fair, absolutely. One thing you have to state about this piece, there is, and I sort of joked, <laughs> joked about it this morning, is that, you know, may could you know the, these kind of words are, are carrying a lot of weight over a potential series of events that leads to Chelsea getting fined and, and I think that is key bringing up the court of arbitration for sport is, is obviously relevant too we look at Man City the the potential Champions League ban that was then lifted Chelsea of course having the transfer embargo from FIFA going to CAS in 2019 and having a two transfer ban 
basically a ban over two windows uh, lifted. So it was only one ban uh, before the January 2020 window, I believe it was. So that could potentially happen. And, and it's funny that, you know, you can reference the Man City charges uh, from the Premier League. That was announced in February. I mean, nothing significant has happened since then. Of course, City have, have uh, gone back and said that's not accurate. They don't believe the charges or they don't believe that the charges will lead to serious repercussions for Manchester City. I would suspect Chelsea will do similar. Uh, but this is something we have to see play out. I, I know that people outside of Chelsea, uh, especially those who don't like the club, will have already come to their conclusion. And I think it's the same for Man City, to be honest, just as a broader point. Uh, they will still be guilty. And that's just something I think as fans you're going to have to live with. You know, even if Chelsea at worst took this uh, and were able to get it overturned like they did the transfer embargo, even though it was you know a different issue, I do think that there's just that reality. Now, that doesn't mean that if Chelsea are charged and they are found guilty, that we just deny it ever happened. You know, I think there's got to be a reality there. But I do think Rob also brings up a fair point that we are living in a world or in a football world that's a lot grey than black and white, that I think some people try to portray it as uh, regarding certain clubs and the way football is and, you know, having heroes and villains when I think there is a lot of stuff that goes on in football that, needs more scrutiny below the Premier League as well in terms of ownership that you know there was doing work outside of Chelsea you know I think that it's interesting seeing how broken the system is and some of that is Chelsea's fault some of that is a broader football problem that is part of the governing body's responsibility too so we will see how this plays out um, it's a serious piece and I don't think you should just ignore it I think you should I encourage you to go and read it in its full extent and make your own judgment over what you think about it, think about Abramovich, all of that stuff. Let me know your thoughts as ever in the comments below. The second half of today's show, we're going to talk about Conor Gallagher. So Gallagher has been called up for England. He's an England regular now. And he gave an interview to Jacob Steinberg of The Guardian. And as you can see here, I'll just read out the title. Conor Gallagher removes self-doubt to state case for Chelsea and England. It's a really interesting piece and interview. He gives a lot of depth and, and detail over his career so far. His inclusion at the World Cup last year coming as a bit of a surprise. But I think the key thing to focus on here is his future. And in terms of that contract situation, the many rumours that led up to deadline day of Conor Gallagher potentially leaving Chelsea and the reaction and concern from fans given his performances and importance to Pochettino so far this season. What's going to happen with Conor Gallagher? Should we be concerned because nothing's been done yet? So let's go through his comments uh, firstly. And he was asked, was he worried about his future? This is what he had to say. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. When top players come in your position, you think you have less of a chance of playing. It makes you even more determined to prove you are good enough. I think I've done that this season. Steinberg then explains that after loan spells at Palace, Charlton and Swansea, he was outstanding against Man City. He has four assists in the league this season and is eager to sort out his future. His deal expires in the summer of 2025 and Chelsea prefer to cash in on players heading towards the final year of their contracts. He says, I'm sure that will get sorted out. Everyone knows Chelsea is my club and I love playing for them. The fans are brilliant and I'm loving it right now. I'm sure it will get itself sorted out. So... 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't blame fans for feeling concerned. I think on two fronts, they are kind of linked. Firstly, if we look at the Mason Mount situation 12 months ago, we went into the World Cup feeling pretty confident. It was basically this time of year when you know we went into the, that break, went into the World Cup. It felt pretty confident, and the reporting suggested this after, that a deal was very, very close to being finalised with Mason Mount for a new contract. Then you come back from the World Cup, the context being we brought new people in, the likes of Lawrence Stewart, Paul Wynn Stanley behind the scenes. They have a different point of view on Mason Mount. And then, of course, it leads all the way to the summer, this past summer, where he leaves for Manchester United. Now, you look at that situation, you look at this situation, and also the situations of other players where Chelsea have, in the case of Kai Havertz, in the case of Mason Mount, Chelsea do not want to, and especially this new ownership have made it pretty clear that they are going to cash in on players. They aren't waiting around. Callum Martin-Odoi was another example over the summer. They are not just going to sit and let those contracts expire and have another Rudiger Christensen situation, basically. They cashed in on Jorginho to go to Arsenal last January to get something for him. And I have praised that strategy before because I do think it is a smarter approach than allowing what did happen before because I just thought it was completely it was just silly the way we allowed contracts to run down and some important players left so there's that part of it there also is the part of academy players those from Cobham specifically maybe being looked over at the current moment and especially when we're recruiting so many young players from elsewhere how are those players from Cobham currently playing in the academy, going to make it to the first team. And also the players already from the academy who have been sold on. Lewis Hall is obviously the most notable part of that. We feel like Trevor Chalaba will be departing in January as well because he's barely played at all, even though he has had some injury problems. And the fact that Conor Gallagher and Ian Matson could have been off over the previous summer and now looking in, in the case of Gallagher, he's wearing the captain's armband. He is Chelsea's best player, in my opinion, so far this season. He's one of the most important players. We'll go into why he is in some depth soon over this international break. But there is still, I think, concern that with that policy, with what's happened with Mason Mount, with what's happened with other academy players, are we heading towards a situation where Gallagher will be sold? I would like to think that there is just too much evidence currently to the current head coach, to the ownership, that that deal needs to be sorted out. And I would hope that maybe mistakes that are made in the Mason Mount situation can be resolved here. And that it's just obvious that Conor Gallagher needs to be pinned down to a new contract because of how valuable he is to Chelsea, not only right now, but for the future. And just because it hasn't been sorted out overnight and it hasn't been resolved doesn't mean that it's as bad as the Mason Mount situation. I have heard nothing to suggest it's that case. And I think, again, seeing some of the reaction earlier today, I understand some of the concern, but I do think it goes a little bit overboard to an extent where I think people, again, have 
see this with Emma Hayes recently, of course, you know, moving on to uh, manage the US women's team in the summer, leaving Chelsea after a long stint. And, and I see it regularly now because in some people's eyes, the new ownership have done a lot of things wrong. Everything that could be construed as negative towards them has to be seen in that light and has to be shaped around that. And I just think that Sure, it's something to flag, it's something to be concerned about, but I don't think it means hit the red button. Conor Gallagher is absolutely leaving. I have expressed my concern of academy players being sold on, but until it actually happens, we can't go absolutely over the top with it. If Gallagher, like me sitting here and telling you it's the end of the world, Conor Gallagher must be must be signed to a new contract, the, the, the new ownership are idiots for not doing it, and then a couple of weeks down the line, he signs a new contract. I mean, I'm going to look going to look a little bit silly. I mean, I have looked silly before with opinions. I, I like to think in, on this show, I come out and say when I'm wrong on something, I've changed my opinion on something. But I just feel that with all the evidence in front of us right now, I, I would like to think when Gallagher's saying something like that, hopefully there is, you know, a, a willingness to, to sign him to that new deal and, and hopefully common sense prevails with Gallagher because he, he is just undeniably a brilliant player for Chelsea. And I would like to think internally at the club, they realise seeing his impact against opponents to the level of Manchester City and also in recent weeks will will make them realise how key it is that we keep Conor Gallagher. And trying to replace players like that is not easy. We lost Mason Mount. It's lucky you, you have Cobham that you can have another player like Conor Gallagher come up, step up and and still perform to a high level uh, and improve the way he has this season. But still, you've got to have those players. And also for the fans, for the community, for the the feeling of, of connection to Chelsea, Gallagher, like Rhys James, is a very important player within that. So those are my thoughts. Let me know yours if you agree, disagree in the comments below. But that is it for today's new show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Follow me across the socials at Son of Chelsea and I'll see you again very soon. All the best. Podcast Network.